0: Good morning. My name is Daniel Morris, and welcome to Market Breakfast as part of our ongoing podcast series. We are now able to give you access to global market updates easily on the go in less than five minutes. So want to talk about the economic data that we got last week. Clearly, we had uh, a very interesting month in terms of central bank meetings, and now we need to step back and think about what that means for global growth. Uh, and what it might mean for global markets. So first off, in terms of economic data, for the most part, PMIs, purchasing manager indices that we got out of Europe were better than expected, so that was encouraging. Uh, Slightly disappointing for the U.S., but by and large, mixed is always data, uh, but on balance, generally positive, so that's the good news. Now we think about Bank of Japan, ECB, of course, and the Fed, uh, and what we can hopefully conclude from the messages we got from them over the last couple of weeks. So probably the most important was the Bank of Japan, uh, which did some quite surprising things, raising their inflation targets uh, saying that they're going to achieve above 2% inflation for a significant period of time. Uh, previously, their target was just 2% inflation. They said they're going to uh, hopefully surpass that. And also saying that they're going to keep the 10-year bond yield on Japanese government bonds fixed more or less at around zero. So quite unusual policies for central banks. Uh, the concern is it's not clear exactly, particularly on the inflation objective, how they're going to achieve that given that they hadn't achieved their previous objective of reaching 2% inflation. Now they said they're going to surpass 2% inflation without necessarily telling investors how that was going to happen. So concerns about credibility uh, for the Bank of Japan and, you know, honestly, for credibility for central banks more broadly. The other issue for uh, the Bank of Japan is what's happening with the yen, uh, I think the expectation or hope was that the yen would weaken with this announcement, uh, but you actually seen it strengthen and consequently have seen Japanese equities underperform global equities. Uh, and until you see a weaker yen, it's probably going to continue to be the case that Japanese equities struggle. Now, in the U.S., by contrast, no real surprises, uh, no hike in Fed funds rate for this month, but more likely to see one in December. If you look at market expectations, we're close to where we were at this time last year before the December hike in 2015, uh, so kind of uh, on target for getting one again this year. Now, of course, last year that turned out to be arguably negative for the markets. It's hard to know how much the sell-off that we had in equities was driven by the Fed as opposed to uh, changes in the yuan exchange rate and, and problems in China, But we're expecting that there'll be modest negative reaction to the Fed hiking rates, or kind of always is whenever interest rates go up. But by and large, we don't think it's going to pose a significant hurdle to the U.S. economy. Probably more important in terms of risk, of course, are the elections that are upcoming. Uh, The debate uh, this week will certainly give us some indication of what direction polls might move uh, and concerns primarily, at least from market point of view, uh, what the policies might be if Trump were to win the election. So it's a bit of wait and see, uh, but watch the polls. Watch the Mexican peso, because uh, the value of the Mexican peso actually seems to be one of the best indicators of how likely a Trump victory is. When polls show Trump moving ahead, you see the peso weaken, and vice versa. So maybe that's the poll you should be watching. The other thing we want to take away from what we've seen over the last couple months when we've been concerned about interest rates going up uh, we saw, to some degree, a bit of another taper tantrum in the markets, rising yields. And it's worth looking at how different equity sectors performed over the last couple weeks, primarily the fact that cyclicals outperformed defensives, uh, and the bond proxies that have done so well over the last couple years, frankly, did poorly. So we think that will repeat itself someday when we really do have a taper tantrum, but we think for now central banks have indicated they're going to keep buying, they're going to keep supporting markets, keeping yields low. So I think we can think more about the bond proxies probably continuing to do well. Last point I want to make as we go into their earnings season for this year. If you look at forecasts for 2017, markets are looking for around 10% earnings growth in the U.S. and in Europe, a little bit more in EM, emerging markets a little bit less in Japan. As always, they're too high. Analysts are always too optimistic. We expect those estimates to come down, but we still think we'll see positive earnings growth in equity markets over the course of the year. Look out for our next edition of Market Breakfast in our podcast series. Thank you for tuning in and goodbye. This podcast presentation is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paraba Paribas Investment Partners or any affiliate. The information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.